Hello and welcome to Running the Table, an ongoing podcast about running and playing tabletop role-playing games. If you would like to ask a question, please email them to rttpodcast at gmail.com or send them to Running the Table on either Twitter or Facebook. As always, I am your host, Keith, and today we will be discussing a bit about incorporating your favorite influences and inspirations into your story. It can be difficult to find the right balance of tropes, cliches, and inspirations with your own interpretations and inventions. You may be tempted to claim, or at least try to claim, that you don't employ tropes or cliches or anything of that sort. And you'd be wrong. Intentionally or not, tropes and cliches exist because they're staples of our storytelling. If you've heard, read, or viewed a story of some sort, you've been influenced by it. Whether it's something you liked or something you want to avoid, your own storytelling is heavily based in the tropes, methods, and stylistic choices that you have been exposed to. We all emulate what we know and enjoy when it comes to weaving tales, including when running a tabletop RPG. Now, I've been using the word trope a lot, and the word cliché a lot, and it is important to note that these aren't inherently bad things. Tropes exist for a reason, and that's usually because of how they either encapsulate some inherent shared desire between all of us, or convey some sort of known inherent cultural message of some kind. The Epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest known heroic epic told by humanity, mostly because it's the first one we've got written, has a TV tropes page longer than some self-indulgent fanfictions. Some may say that this was the progenitor of these tropes, but it's far more likely that everything that they use and tell may have already been cliché by the time the Epic of Gilgamesh was written. They likely come from even older origins, just in unwritten oral tradition forms. And a cliché, for those of you who are unfamiliar with it, is what happens when a trope or artistic style has been overused to the point of losing its original meaning. And again, these aren't bad things. The inclusion of familiar story elements can serve as a launching board or a slow start, some way to give a base, a grounding, some known shared truth and expectations. These kinds of uses are, in and of themselves, almost cliché. Using clichés in this way is a cliché. But again, that still serves an important role. Rejecting tropes and clichés outright will instead leave you with an unwritten story, or worse, a story that no one can connect to or aspire to experiencing. There will be no draw for your players if they can't connect to it, and no way for them to truly get involved. If you delve too far into avoiding tropes or cliches, you delve into the realm of the weird alignment, the 
unknown connection, you delve into insanity. But let's take a step back here. Just what is a trope? What is a cliché? How are they different from influences or inspiration? Originally, trope was used to refer to a specific artistic style relating to a clever use of language to produce figurative speech. But that has been so overused that it has now come to mean those commonly recurring themes, motifs, rhetorical devices, and even cliches that we see in all sorts of creative works. Even this podcast employs familiar tropes. You know why I have intro music and a reoccurring way of introducing the podcast? That's a trope. It brings you in and lets you know a bit about what you're going to be listening to. You know a bit about what to expect when you hear me start speaking. And this is a trope about the structure of a podcast intro and how people expect it to be. It's emerged in the last few years and, I believe, can be employed for great effect. So that's the reason I give you that greeting and goodbye at the end and start of every episode. It serves as the capstones and lets you know both what to expect and that we're winding down. And as I mentioned before, cliches are a type of trope. They're often seen as the clearly obvious ones, the overused and easily recognizable. So, cliches are those that make audiences groan and you can write off as telling a predictable story. These are so strongly connected to the culture that considers them a cliché that we know what emotions and message they're supposed to convey. When we recognize a cliché, we know the stories that have used it, how they've used it, and how they wanted us to feel, and what message they wanted to tell. And honestly, knowing that kind of ruins the intent of these motifs and themes. But that doesn't mean clichés can't be used, or that they're bad. A simple thing to say, but difficult to do, is to incorporate clichés and their source materials in order to tell a part of your story. You know that the players in your game will know what these clichés are supposed to mean and what they're supposed to make them feel. That's something that can be played on. You can set up a cliché and flout it, messing with their suspicions and expectations. This kind of technique this use of clichés is common enough that it is its own trope, if not its own cliché. But that doesn't make it any easier to pull off, especially if you feel like you can't use cliché or trope motifs. Now, often we also talk about influences and bringing in inspiration from outside materials and media. What we really mean by that is that there's usually a theme or a motif, a trope or a cliché, present in these media that we enjoy. 
Some we don't even notice that we're incorporating. Others we intentionally draw upon. But all sorts of media influences us. The semi-divine man raised in the wilds by animals with immense talents and superhuman abilities is as old as written word. That's a trope that appears in the Epic of Gilgamesh. And yet we see this trope used again and again in new and interesting ways. We add new story elements, new twists, new interactions with other tropes or a myriad of other traits and decisions. At times, this trope can tell us a story of how the wilds bear ill will to humans, and only a wild man who is more animal than man can survive in them. And yet at others, it'll showcase how humans truly belong as a part and piece of nature. But that's just it. A trope is just a method that we can use and change and adapt to convey our own message, to convey our own meaning, and to help us tell our own story. Influences and inspirations help you to tell a more effective story. By knowing how you can identify and use these tropes, and how they made you feel when they were used this way or that way, and how they play together and tell a message when paired with this one, when used with this character. You can manipulate them to set up the right feelings and ambiance in your story and between your characters. Using the right cliché to set it up and the right trope to guide the players towards their destination, you can tell a story that conveys a new meaning or even just shares an emotion. You can make the tale you weave all that more impactful to the players playing with you. They can get connected, feel some sort of familiarity with the story, and lose themselves in the things that call to them, while still being surprised or amazed. So don't be afraid to draw upon cool ideas and thoughts that others have used just because you didn't come up with it. Bring them in. Add them to your story. Use them to tell your tale. And make them your own. The best way to be creative is by using these well-known tropes effectively and in ways that tell the message and story you want to tell. Because in the end, just because all the words have been said before doesn't mean we have no new stories to tell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Running the Table on Incorporating Influences and Inspiration. Please join me next episode where I will be joined by Kyle Andrews from We Have Dark Vision. As always, if you find yourself with questions you want answered about anything tabletop role-playing game related, please send them to RTT Podcast by email. You can also reach me at Running the Table on both Twitter and Facebook.